Martin McCaffrey tweeted out, Xbox finally gets its Kojima game. It's a big thing, okay? <laughs> All right, let's get into this so I can go back to sleep. Okay, I've been recording you for a while. I'm Bass, and with me is Birdie. How you going? And, well, we've just watched the Xbox Showcase, and I don't know. I'm I'm a bit on the fence about that one. There's a lot of games coming out, but I don't know if there's a lot of games that I'm going to be liking. Um, yeah, I, it's it was an interesting one. Um, there are definitely a lot of very good games there. But, I mean, as a gamer and as a person, like, I know not every game is going to appeal to me and the games I like are not going to appeal to everyone else. Like, I don't think there would be a lot of people that's really going hardcore into Forza Motorsport like I may and you will. But at the same time, I'm not going to smash hours and hours into Flintlock or something like that. But some people will. Um, Yeah. I think the the ones I took out of it were Forza Motorsports looks great. Um, the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon, I enjoyed that on the foot number four. So to see that back's going to be quite cool. Um, yeah, Grounded getting its full release. I'd been meaning to actually jump into that a bit more. And I think the other shocks really were. Kojima showing up and saying that he's developing a new game and the Persona collection coming. Starfield looked really good. It's just a shame you sort of you can't have a shared open world there, but because it would be nice to build out planets with your mates. Yeah, right, let, let, let's just let's just step back a little bit to um, Xbox kicking PlayStation in the groin and walking away. Um, I mean, they got literally one of the longest-running PlayStation-exclusive series that I can think of, and that's Persona as as a collection. I never thought that would ever happen in a million years. Didn't it go to Switch, but? um, I believe, wasn't it like a cloud game or something? Yeah, maybe. Um, I I thought I'd seen it was on Switch. We're going to have to look that up, honestly, because I am not sure. But, I mean, to do that, and then literally straight after that, they got, like, Mr. Kojima. With Kojima Studios. That was literally funded by PlayStation. Coming out and saying, I'm going to make a game for Xbox. <laughs> yep. I just, I, I just don't know how that works. I'm very glad. I love Kojima games. I'm a massive Metal Gear Solid fan. Um... Damn, that is just like I understand it. Kojima's not going to just do what he's told. That's the whole re- reason he left Konami. He's going to go and do what he wants now that he is in his studio, and no one's going to stop him. 
the next game he might do might just be PC or right with a Switch. No one's going to stop him because they can't. But Starfield was looking very good. Suppose once you got Xbox money behind you, I think there's a bit more, a bit more. I don't know, money involved in Xbox money than PlayStation money. Yes, or it's just a, it's just a coup to probably get more people across. But the interesting part about that whole take on all those games is they're all coming to Game Pass. Yeah. So it's like, hey, just pay you 15 bucks, 16 bucks, or whatever it is a month in Australia, and you're getting all those games day one. Like, you don't even need to go to the video game store and buy any of them or order any of them online or anything. Um, except for maybe some of the expansions. But even like the Sea of Thieves one, that was quite well done. Even that update's coming out free. Um, and then there's the, what was it, the Pelican? You can fly in Flight Sim? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Pelican, the Halo Pelican, you can now fly in Flight Simulator, um, which I think is absolutely brilliant. It also showed that you can go outside the, the Earth's atmosphere, which... Uh, did they only program that in just for the Pelican? Because there's no space maybe, shuttles or anything in there. Maybe that's what the future expansion is. We're going to see space shuttle that you can fly one of the Challenger shuttles. Okay, apparently Persona 5 Strikers is on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Which is like a micro version. Um, yeah, mini version of it, pretty much. But anyway. Um, yeah, so that, that was interesting. You're right, it might... They might have space shuttles or stuff like that. Technically, they are completely flyable aircraft. It would be very interesting to see if they could do that because, let's face it, space shuttles are practically in history museums now because there's nothing flying out from America. But the other thing, the other big one at the start of that all was the uh, Riot Games. That's a big coup, getting the fact that you're getting over uh, or League of Legends and Valorant and they've put in the fact that you can unlock the characters because I know in Valorant you have to you earn certain things to then unlock a character and then you got to do certain challenges with that character to then unlock a next character or something. Mm. So to me that's that's a big thing. I was waiting for them to drop and now it's avail Valorant's available on Xbox or something like that and it would just be like, wow. I mean, but, it, it could work on xbox it's practically counter-strike anyway but it'd be very difficult mm. to play i think i think the most entertaining one that we had so far was the high on life one there's the guns back chatting to you and what is it the knife telling you to stab people so uh, whoever whoever developed that game was probably high at the time so well it's the high Life name. It's been made by Squanch Games, which is the the um, developer that was created by the Rick and Morty um, creators. I can't mm, remember their names yeah. right now, but I mean, you can hear their voices in it. Like you can hear the Morty voice in it with a couple of the weapons that they had. And <sighs> calling it high in life is just an insult to injury because it's no secret that when they created Mick and Rick and Morty, they were off their face on cocaine. And I well, think they're just going with it. <laughs> embracing it. 
Yeah, that's a, um, that's another word for it. Embracing. Was it, what else did we get? That was the Overwatch Two coming, free. Free to play, apparently. Free to play. I'm assuming that's just going to be like one of those ones that they normally do when it was like, is it Forza? Forza Horizon 5, you could do, um, you could pay for a premium battle pass on. So you didn't have to buy the game. You could just pay an update, upgrade feed fee, and you got the, the premium edition on top of what was released on Game Pass, which mm. seems fair enough. Oh, I don't know if they'll do that. Um... Mostly because there hasn't really been any expansions or anything to Overwatch 1, so I think they're just going to make it free-to-play so it doesn't divide the community, and then you just get your characters as you would normally in skins. Yeah, okay. Um, I just didn't didn't know whether there was any sort of... They'll do a premium edition for loot packs or something like that. Oh, they might do that. I mean, they had that um, Legends pack or something when Overwatch sold like a million copies and it literally just gave you a couple of freaking skins so you know there was a reason to keep selling it on disc but there was other well well we had elders another elder scroll expansion kicking that one down the road yeah the, um, the high aisles that that looks interesting for the simple fact like they uh, they've mapped out an area of um, Tamriel that has never been seen in a game before, but it's been spoken of a lot. So it is interesting to finally see that area. But um, I think Double uh, O Four didn't look too bad either. The fact that that was an open world mm. team up with people, crossplay, no mention yeah. of PlayStations. I don't think they'd mention PlayStation and Xbox. To be honest, I mean, th this is literally just Microsoft flexing that they're gonna own Blizzard and Diablo with it. Um, and you know, to announce the last character class, which was the Necromancer, which looks like a really cool class, and I love the um trailer they did to it. And the fact that it's got full crossplay and stuff is it's just ridiculous. There's not much else that really stood out to me like obviously when we what when i watched the state of play for sony that was all about sort of vampires and um sort of scary games and all the rest of it and then when redfall came on i thought oh here we go xbox is copying the same sort of thing so there was but there was a sort of a bit bit of everything in there um even down to the fact you had the new minecraft game which minecraft legends this is like a new story. It's, yeah. So I, I just looked it up. Diablo 4 is definitely coming to PlayStation. Um, so I think they just didn't advertise it. Minecraft Legends. See, this is an interesting one. And since I, we've watched it, I have had a bit more of a think about it. It does look a very much like... Um, dungeons. Yeah, Minecraft Dungeons, which was like a Diablo clone, but in Minecraft. This looks similar but expanded because it's all in the overworld. You can have, you can literally group like NPCs of characters together to fight against the underworld. And it looks a lot bigger. I think dungeons was kind of like a test platform to see if it would work. And now they're expanding on that. Oh, well it's, it, uh, it's got its place. 
it's um still played a lot and I think I think they're even they're allowed to still play there's still the education version that gets played in schools mm, there so, is yeah um and that's um, constantly been updated apparently yeah um there's a few like that scorn game just looked really weird and really out there and I'm just like I'm just like nah not interested in that one they have been um pushing that ever since the series x launch and i still don't like it <laughs> it's not my kind of game people will love it yeah oh there's always going to be that certain thing that there'll be games that people will love coming out of that and games that people will hate but mm. i don't know my my taste at the moment is sort of battle royales and motorsport games or racing games so that's where i was yeah looking for I, um, I, I like to see Thieves Season 7 little trailer. I thought that was very clever. Um, I love Rare and the stuff they do with their IPs. just hope it's actually improved the game because I just got sick of playing the game where I'm just sailing around doing missions and then next thing you know, someone's boarding my boat and taking off with it. And uh, I think the griefing, unless you got a, like a lot of people with you, I think the griefing is always just going to happen. Um, and speaking of Rare, like... With all the rumors flying around and the apparent leaked Xbox achievements for Goldeneye and stuff like that, I'm surprised we didn't see anything on that. And I'm starting to wonder if it was real or not. I hope it is, because I'd love to play that game on Xbox. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, yeah, like... You, you said, yeah, Grounded's finally getting a full release. I actually love Grounded. Like, I've got a massive fortress in the... In the beta version, beta. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. Fallout 76 has gone to the pit in an expansion. First time they've actually been outside the main world. So. Well, I thought Fallout 76 was the last of the Fallout games that were just going to build on it from 76. Oh, uh, so. I'm not sure. But, I mean, the pits, I, I think it's actually from number three. Um, Fallout 3 was the pit and i mean it's a historic spot in the franchise and i think that would be really cool um especially since fallout 76 is actually based before all the fallout games like it's right after the yeah. nuclear war so i think that would be pretty cool um um it's good to see that they're venturing xbox are venturing into uh, sort of uncharted territory and they're going into japan especially with that that wulong or dynasty one yeah that um that gave me um like ninja gaiden feels yeah at the start and i love that game in 360. sorry but i don't know it was overall it was a good good event i thought um the only thing i was going to say is you the, the graphics and the stuff that they show with Forza motorsport oh god that looked real i hope that is actually gameplay and it, not just some rezzed up 4k video that they just said it was fully in engine single shot with no cuts and it it looked gorgeous i've never seen a racing game where like in a crowd and all that and the outer areas are typically an afterthought i've never seen them render a full world just for a track like that especially when you've got like the whole whatever it is, theme park sort of thing that was built near the next to the track. Oh, inside Maple normally, Valley. Yeah, because normally you got 
the track and you got the few trees and stuff on the side and that's it that's that's the rendering done yeah that's, that's the uh, part the, of it this looked like a full so, world that they had rendered and it was it, it was active and very life um lifelike all that kind of stuff the lighting was amazing i love the new damage structuring like it's actually accurate rather than oh you dented the car so your entire door's just dented the exact same way every single time and what did they say that the physics calculations were 48 times more accurate yeah and then there's also the fact that the weather affects the track temperatures level, yeah. temperatures and all the rest of it and it's actually so, got rubbering in and all that kind of stuff it's gonna be in interesting and there's no number so it's just forza motorsports so does that mean that this is well, they a game as a service it was said a long time ago that this is meant to be a live service game that they're going to keep on iterating on over and over again and that's why they're actually built a new engine for it um like this is an all new forza engine that we've never seen before it looks amazing not, and by the the way that everything was outlined all the games that we've seen today we can play within the next 12 months so by the time we get to june next year we're going to be playing forza motorsport yes and with this new engine microsoft update your fucking sdk for the freaking wheels that are on the market that's all i ask be hard <laughs> it really shouldn't be hard i mean as i was telling you before Logitech with their new G-Series wheels that have the rev lights and everything on there and even has a dial for the Xbox created their own SDK and then developers use that. So when they plug in that Logitech wheel, it picks up the Logitech SDK, not the Microsoft one, and it works. And not like Thrustmaster and Fanatec aren't going to go and make all their own SDKs and give them to developers like Codemasters and Turn 10 and all that. Microsoft, just update your freaking SDK. It's not that difficult. It obviously it can do it. Yeah, well, it obviously exists because they have it on PC. It's it's not that difficult. It shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. But especially when you got something like that and you're trying to compete against um, Gran Turismo. Yeah. And it actually, I don't know. I think it looked better than Gran Turismo from what I've been seeing of that game. You don't think? It did. Oh, it did? I do think. See, it looked better. like I do remember asking you, do you think this app will actually compete against Gran Turismo? Because Gran Turismo has been hailed as like the greatest racing game to come out since Forza Horizon 5. And but it's caught so much flack because it just yeah it's it, it's market it's and microtransactions are a problem, but the game's core concepts itself seem to be great. The engine runs great, um, the game is smooth, it looks gorgeous, everything like that. And obviously, Forza have come out swinging to try and compete with that because they're not stupid. They're not going to bring out a game that's worse than Gran Turismo. Especially this no. late in the game. Like, they would just be dumb too. But they've got to be able to cover all their bases, and that includes wheel compatibility. For the simple fact, 
people that do not play racing games or simulators or anything like that were running out and buying full sim setups just for Gran Turismo. Like, yep. it's freaking ridiculous. Why well, wouldn't... Fanatec f- did a whole system for Gran Turismo. Yeah, and people were buying it. And that's what I mean. Like, these people have, like, never touched a freaking sim wheel in their lives, you know? And now there's, like, content creators that have actually come up that have never played a racing game in their lives and they've gotten big just because they've got a Logitech wheel in front of them. And all I'm saying is, for the freaking love of God, Microsoft or Xbox or Turn 10, whoever, take notice and learn from this and then react. Don't just do what you think. Still got another six months of development. We'll see what happens. Um, or see if they end up with a partnership with a wheel company. Fanatec. <laughs> it won't be Fanatec. They'll go with something like Thrustmaster or Logitech, you know, something that's accessible to the wider well, market. They did the Forza wheel on Fanatec. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's just officially licensed and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it would be interesting to see, honestly. Like... I, I just I just want the SDK updated. That's all I really want. It's one I've wanted for a long time. And then I'll be happy, and I think a lot of gamers will be happy that they can play this game with a controller or with a lot of wheels. Yeah, or even the fact that, yeah, you can play it with a controller that's got paddles on it and adjust what the buttons are on the paddles to do stuff. Yeah, even that as well. And I'd like um, it to be compatible with my freaking hydraulic handbrake on my simulator at launch. Thank you very much. Not eight months later. Forza <laughs> Horizon 5. Drifting. <laughs> it did look like I had drifting in it. It looked like I had drag racing. It looked like I had drifting. It looked fucking amazing. It sounded amazing. Yeah, the sound was great. And that was coming through a live stream on YouTube. <laughs> Did you imagine? Take, I think I think they're taking note and they're making changes to it. Um, I think it's a fully it was, ground up bit rebuild. It's not. It's not an iteration. And then, obviously, the Hot Wheels is back for a second iteration as an expansion for Mode for Horizon. Mm. And I think you said before that we you can create and share your own. Hot Wheels tracks out of that, which I don't think you could do in four. No, um, Xbox actually tweeted out after it was announced that you can create, share, and something else with all your own custom X, um, Hot Wheels tracks because they've got that design lab thing in there. I can't remember what they call okay. it. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah, that's part of the Forza. Yeah, and then you can you can literally get like the share code and just go to anyone's track. You know, so TikTok will be freaking full of those share codes again, like it was when that people were recreating famous drift tracks and stuff like that, which I think will be cool. But now it's all going to be Hot Wheels. Uh, but it also appears to a different audience here. The younger people like that are into Hot Wheels get to race their own tracks and draw and design their own tracks and stuff now. It's not quite funny because Hot Wheels literally brought out a game what six months ago. It was a self-titled Hot Wheels game. And it just makes me wonder, did it not do that well because they're just going in with Forza again? I don't know. I actually think I've got it, and it's actually quite a good game to play. Yeah. I enjoyed I, it. It got good reviews. 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're just getting themselves into a different, into more market. When you got what is it, twenty million people playing Forza Horizon? Yeah, That's a big market to go into. It was literally like the biggest market they've ever had for a Forza game. It broke records. Because mm. I was in Mexico. <laughs> so yeah, but there's, I don't know. There wasn't really much else. Starfield looked good. Starfield looked fucking amazing. And the customization yep. that they had in that was actually quite well. Like. Okay, let's put away the fact that there's going to be no co-op, no multiplayer, anything like that. This is a proper Bethesda game, which has always been a solo experience. But and you, the car, character customization looked great. Yes, the the fact that you can build your own bases and outposts and stuff like that looked amazing. It was very reminiscent of um, Fallout mixed with No Man's Sky and things like that. But you can build and design your own spaceships. And yeah, and fully customize the coloring and stuff like that. That's why I sort of thought that you could. That we got a sort of chance of maybe that's go to the co-op or multiplayer or whatever, because then you could start making stuff and mm. transporting it. It would be cool to have like and a, sell it and everything like that. Yeah, it would be cool to have co-op for the simple fact, like you could have like a turret gunner or something like that. But I mean, they kept on iterating through the showcase gameplay that you can hire NPCs to run your outposts and work on your ship and stuff like that, which is cool. But I don't know, it just like I, it gave me Elite Dangerous vibes, and I kind of just want to have that co-pilot with you type thing. I thought that would be cool, but, you know, Todd Howard is Todd Howard, and obviously he just wants to stick with what they know and not have to worry about netcode and yeah, stuff. I think, <laughs> I think that the whole co- co-op and stuff like that opens another can of worms like we've seen in other games, like what happens with that second player when they earn stuff in that game? Do they mm. get to keep it in their own game and blah 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 so I guess it's just easier to make it a single player experience and the world's quite decent it's what is it a thousand yeah over a, over a thousand planets it was um and they're all landable and everything and full sized and it's like a little galaxy that they've created um I'm intrigued to see if you you do the first part of the mission, the game or whatever, where you obviously go through, a, like with Fallout, where you've got to go through a certain um, leading, so to speak, into the game, the open world opening up. But I'm wondering if that happens, then do you, everyone end up on the same world, or is it going to start spinning off? Well, where like No Man's Sky, when you load it in the single player and that you could spawn in a totally different no part of the galaxy to everyone else from what i understood the 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 first gameplay they showed when they were shooting all the pirates and all that was actually the opening sequence and then you go to new atlantis and then that's where it branches out and you can do whatever the frick yeah. you want after that but i don't think it lands you in different spots it like if every time you start a game um it's not like um I just thought that after you do the new Atlantis thing, 
you depending on the class that you might choose or something might spawn you off in different parts of the galaxy mm. so to speak i think you just fly off to wherever the hell you want to go really maybe because it's not procedurally generated like um no man's sky is so i, I oh. think yeah i don't know, have to we'll have to look more into it but i thought just it crossed my mind like Obviously, with a new game like this, running a new game engine, they don't really want to worry about netcode, which is understandable of why they'd make a single player. But at the same time, and also because of that, like when Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 came out, they had constant netcode issues and it took them ages to fix them. So they don't want to go through that headache again with a new IP. But in saying that, they did make Elder Scrolls Online eventually. They did make Fallout 76 eventually. Does that mean a Starfield Online would eventually come? Yes, so. I mean, it's a possibility, isn't it? We just gotta Maybe wait for like four games first of Starfield. Either that, or you got Starfield, and then it's one of those things as they start to iterate the game and improve the game. Hmm. Just like, um, I think Fallout seventy six was getting bigger and bigger. And then they ended up redoing most of the game to shrink the actual size of it that was on your... On the hard drive. Uh, yeah. On the hard drive. They've done that to so, a few games. Um, but, I don't know. Overall, I thought it was quite good. It was quite well done. We got to see a whole bunch of different games. And the, I think the key of it, which is what they needed to do, was to show that there is games coming out on Xbox in the next 12 months. I think that, oh, as I said at the beginning... It's something they've never done before, showing 12 months of worth, like 12 months worth of games. So there wasn't stuff like coming out in 2024 and stuff like that. They didn't look that far in the future. They just looked within the next 12 months and filled that 90 minutes with those games. And yep. yeah, there was some small games like Ravenlock and Cocoon and Ark 2. Fuck's sake. With Vin Diesel grunting in the back of a T-Rex. <laughs> and, you know, but there was some big stuff as well that people will really look forward to. And I'm, I'm still a little bit shocked we didn't see any updates for um, Halo. But I think yeah. they're trying to keep that separate at the moment because they've just announced, they've just started the new season. Um, is there anything else missing that you can think of? Um, not really, not that I can think. Yeah, I mean, okay. I was more, I was more wanting to see some more big name. Obviously, they because they kept it to what's coming out in the next twelve months. There was a few missing there things. Was a few big games in there, sort of thing. But I thought there would have been a few like, even at the end, they were just going, "Oh, look, we're just gonna." This is what we've got in the pipeline sort of thing and tease some stuff. Mm. But no, it's never eventuated, so. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was good to see. I mean, obviously our brains aren't working to the greatest because it is after three o'clock in the morning here. Because <laughs> it, it started at one o'clock in the morning in Australia. Or in Western Australia, I should say. Um, mm. I The only thing that... I kind of missed 
But I guess it also means it's not coming out in the next 12 months was Perfect Dark from the initiative. So... Yeah. I don't know whether we're going to get another one of these sort of things in the next couple of months, maybe. I don't even know when that game will possibly come out because half half of the developers that were working in the initiative on Perfect Dark left and then they were getting help from freaking some like Square Enix um the Tomb Raider developer I can't remember who oh Crystal Dynamics Crystal Dynamics was meant to be helping the initiative with developing Perfect Dark and then while that happened they got bought out by the same company that bought out THQ Nordic years ago because Square Enix just decided to sell all these freaking developers so God knows what's even happening now Oh. <laughs> see what happens yeah but at the end of the day i don't know i enjoyed the event so that's our take on the xbox bethesda showcase um we'll see how things eventuate over the next week or so of videos that are coming out we're going to have a look at what other games have been launched and we'll keep you updated in further po- podcasts uh until next time we'll see you later also the extended showcase on wednesday <laughs> I don't know how you can yeah, extend think, it anymore. I think that's just going to be more of this, more interviews with the devs and stuff like that. So maybe we'll do an updated one to that. But Okay. Now you can sign oh. up. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah, so am I. So until <laughs> the next one, we'll see you later. Bye.